Hi, and welcome to Series 2 of the Mark McSee Supersonic Food Marketing Podcast. Every week we will talk to the great, the good and the legendary from the worlds of food, drink, marketing and business to help give you the advice that will really help your brand boom. A huge thanks to our headline sponsors, the award-winning Engage Interactive, who've been helping hospitality businesses like yours prepare for a mobile and digital-first world since 2007. From Supersonic Inc., this is the Mark McSee Supersonic Marketing Podcast. So today, there's no getting around it. We're another day in lockdown. And I'm in Brighton. Lovely sunny day. What's happened with COVID-19 and, you know, the pandemic that we're seeing is that people's habits are changing. And one of the biggest habits that's going on right now is everyone is consuming more content than ever before. TikTok is going to be the winner of this, I really think, where people are going to have less inhibitions and less worries about putting themselves out there and sharing some fun content as they start slowly to climb the walls of their house or their apartment. Today's guest has just been a whirlwind of knowledge on everything TikTok. She is a real expert in this area, a huge influencer in her own right, and also does this as a content creation job for Jungle Creations. Vicky Barnum is my guest today. So lucky to get an hour with her. She's just given some amazing tips and 101s on how to get involved in TikTok, everything that you wanted to know about TikTok, and how you can get started. So it gives me the most TikTok pleasure ever to have the amazing Vicky Bannum, who's a content creator and TikTok daft on the other end of the line. Hello, Vicky. Hi, thank you for having me. How are you doing? Yeah, just we won't let anyone know, but yeah, I forgot to press the record button initially. <laughs> but anyway, we'll, we'll do the behind the scenes sneaky stuff. So I was just saying to you um, when we were starting there, uh, a couple of things. One is I seem to have just drawn a line under TikTok. I've got a mental block on it where I'm just like, do not enter, you know, granddad. <laughs> And um, just trying to understand it a bit more for me and my clients. So actually, if even if the audience don't get loads out today, I'm going to get so much. I'm just sort of sucking your brain for all that information. Um, and then the second thing uh, was, you know, we were going to talk about and we are going to talk about, you know, what TikTok is and how it's different and what it can do for your brand and all these things. But before we do that, the thing I was really keen to know was when you were, you know, back at school, and, you know, coming through to this, you know, how the hell did you become a TikTok <laughs> content creator and influencer? Yeah, the million dollar question. Honestly, I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, but I was doing my A-levels at school and I got to the point where I just didn't want to learn Spanish anymore. I didn't want to write essays in business studies. I was just sick of it. <laughs> I'd done my time. I just was like, whatever, I'm, I'm done. Um, and I wanted to be a makeup artist really badly. And I was introduced to video making. Um, I was actually my boyfriend who was like, just make a video of making, doing your makeup, post it on Facebook, and you might get a little bit of business out of it on the side, like a little weekend job. So I did. Um, and that was back when Mark Zuckerberg liked content creators, which was the good old days. And um, yeah, I did a horrific makeup look, which like jars me to the core now. Um, but it got 13,000 views. And like little old me sat in my bedroom 
doing my A-levels. That was a really big deal. Um, yeah. It turned out that I'd, I'd, so I've never done video making or anything on camera, really. Um, I just like doing makeup. So I kind of learned a whole new skill whilst doing it. And it turned out that I really enjoyed making videos. So I carried on and I hit 10,000 page follows in the first month, which was wicked. I had videos that had got like 500,000 views, which was also mental. Um, it was really nice to kind of give the middle finger to the people at school who didn't think I was doing it anything at all. And I was like, oh, she's got 500 views now. Don't worry about me. Um, and then a few months later, I was introduced to a chap called Craig um, and he was on Musical.ly. And he said, everyone on here is really young. There's no one doing makeup. Everyone's just lip syncing to music, but this is going to be the next big thing. So you should take what you're doing on Facebook and put it onto Musical.ly. So I was like, okay, uh, I hear you. I'll give it a go. So I downloaded it and it took me about two weeks to rev up the courage to post something. Um, and then I got hooked. I was hooked with it. I loved the fact these videos were like 30 seconds long, super visual, so much fun. Like the atmosphere on TikTok was so different, so much less competitive than Facebook. Um, so yeah, I just kept going and kept going and I was live streaming every day for four hours. Um, and I wasn't making any money for like two years, but that was so fine because it was so much fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, from it was September 2017. I was at, no, I started February 2017 on Musical.ly. By September 2017, I was at 50,000. And by March 2018, I hit one mil. So it was a huge, huge growth, huge experience, massive learning curve. Um, and it's just gone up and up from there, really. So yeah. And did it feel odd that you were doing something different than everyone else at the time? Was that the right thing? Well, obviously, it was the right thing to do in a lot of ways. But, you know, because I guess with Musical.ly, and for anyone that doesn't know, that's what TikTok's former name was, mm -hmm. I guess. Then, you know, everyone was kind of going on there to lip sync and dance and all the rest of it. So did, did it feel like out of step or was it the fact that it was something different that people it wasn't another bloody dance video or whatever you know? <laughs> um <laughs> it literally felt so odd all my friends went to uni everyone got brilliant grades in their a levels went off to uni then had plans to go travel it was a very like step-by-step -step classic route which my brother also did and my dad also did so I had this like this idea in my head at the time I was like I'm just gonna not do what everyone else is doing and I'm such a sheep like if I'm not doing what everyone else is doing I hate it, <laughs> it makes yeah. me so nervous um but I couldn't like my mum was brilliant she was like you absolutely love doing this like just keep going with it just see what happens so I gave myself the uni period I was like by the time my friends are done with uni if I've not made it somewhere off the back of these videos then I'll I'll go do a degree or something and like take it back to stage one so that was that was my thought process so I kind of didn't really think about it or the repercussions I guess until I hit the three-year mark which thankfully was last September <laughs> I've done it so it's fine well just I know we're skipping around a bit but what does it look like in terms of numbers like when are you able to start monetizing the channel it's a good question um I guess how long's a piece of string really um right so it's the same as Instagram. If you've got great content, if you've got really good tone of voice, a really loyal and engaged audience, and you're offering something that fits the platform, then for sure that's worth something. Um, there they was a time for sure when TikTok, maybe last year or a year and a half ago, 
you could not ask for money. Like no one was taking it seriously. But now the conversation is so different. I've heard so many people. It's all over my Twitter, my Instagram. People are DMing me like, oh my God, I'm finally on TikTok. It's worth so much more now. And especially with the engagement that you're getting, it's just insanity. So I think if you've got 10,000 followers, but you're getting 10,000 likes, like fair enough. No one can argue with that. Yeah. Uh, it's the same as Instagram. That's that's the beauty of it is people have alienated it so much from the current platforms, but people need to understand that it's now at that level. <laughs> it is one of those platforms now. It is the next yeah. book, the next Snapchat, the next Instagram. Like it's monetizable. It's doable. So, yeah. So what's the first step into it then? So you downloaded the Musical.ly app at the time. Mm-hmm. You clicked into it. How does it work? What are the options? You know, because it's a diff- it feels like a different user experience than Insta or Facebook or anything, or, or is it not? Is it the same? Oh, you mean TikTok now? Yeah, just TikTok. Yeah, or yeah, or, or how is how has it changed since the Musically days as well? You know, what what were the significant changes? Oh, so much because I've so I was one of the first older people to be on it there was like a group of five or six of us who were the older clan everyone else was about 10 yep. <laughs> um <laughs> so from about like three year period it's gone from almost like a comic sans feel um very childish very um bright red news feed you had leaderboards so you could see who was the top person per category in different leaderboards so you had the overall creators and then you had uh individual categories so I would I would always try and be top of the beauty category or the fashion category but you had comedy sport dance all of this sort of stuff now it's a much more um less how do I how do I word it it's way less segregated everyone is in one place which is so nice um there's no I guess it's nice for people to be able to find what they want in one place which was why the leaderboards were great but now it feels so much more instagrammy where everyone is in this same boat rather than being in lo- loads of different like canoes. <laughs> um, yeah. Everyone's experiencing all your content at the same time rather than just being just looking at one specific category. It gives you way more of a chance to be seen. So that's definitely the main difference. And also people's opinions is so different. I remember I went to my first Summer in the City in like 2018. And if you said yeah. you were a Musical.ly star – Oh my God, the looks people would give you, it was embarrassing. Whereas now it's cool to be on TikTok. People like it. People want to know what's going on. They want to understand it and they want to be a part of it. And all I see now on my For You page, which I'll get into, uh, is celebrities. And that was so unheard of back in the day. You go, so let's say you're downloading it now and you're you're signing up. Are there any tips on like the username that you would want or you know, your your profile, you know, what what's the sort of setup, the best tips for setup and all that stuff? Uh, the best thing that I've seen is keeping your username really simple. The best ones, uh, my, I have a really good friend called Hannah Snow. Her username is just at Hannah. Um, another one, Connor Darlington, his handle is just at Connor. Um, yeah. If you've got handles across the board, definitely keep it the same. Mine are always yeah. at Vicky Bannum everywhere. Then people just are universally looking for you on that username which is really handy um having a higher product production looking uh, profile picture also really helps you really stand out when you've got that um 
again, if you think of it, like if you have an Instagram notification and you've got all of these like kind of rubbish quality photos and then there's really high production on a white backdrop, clearly edited photo, it, it just stands out. It gives a different feel. It makes them feel a bit more legit. That certainly helps. Yes. Um, a good bio that's quite friendly, nothing too um, strict or, I don't know, we're running by community guidelines and stuff like that, kind of loosen loosen the slack, I guess, with what you can say in your bio. Because don't forget, even though this is the next up-and-coming app, it is still quite young, so you do have to appease that, that age group and kind of tap into what they're after. Um, yeah. So that's kind of it, I guess, with the username, profile picture and bio. Uh, and then obviously it comes to like what your content is. So like your consistency and keeping that a nice aesthetic is super important. And so you're always beauty and things like that? Or do you, do you drift from that from time to time? Yeah, I'm, I'm ashamed to say I'm a bit of a drifter. <laughs> my, my core stuff is art in general. So right. I used to have a studio before I moved out. So I'd have an art studio and I'd, I'd record any paintings that I did and keep them to like a 15 second, 30 second video. Um, but I also did body art, which was the thing mm. that kind of made, I, I, I mean, blow my own trumpet, but <laughs> made me stand out on the platform because no one was really doing that. Um, yep. So that was a big thing. Makeup as well. Um, and then just like general internet goofing is how I like to sum it up. Like I said, like this platform is super young um it's such a fun place if you're just posting like super serious content like you're really not going to tap into an audience you're not going to get that personality across that I really wanted to so I got involved with the challenges I got involved with any um skits that were going about back in the day um that sort of stuff um but it's nice I would always come back to the art and that would always be my core my core thing and I used to have blue hair so people really knew what they were getting themselves into well, yeah, I mean, it, it really sort of stood out in that sort of, yeah, cool manga sort of way, you know, it was like always, you know, because when I was obviously researching you to, to get you on the show and stuff like that, you know, you, you, you could see, you know, you had that, which was a real signature. And I've seen a few people doing really well that I've known kind of over the last couple of years, you know, Fit Waffle. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's just rocketed in the last wee while. So I think she's up to 200,000. Yeah, she is. I saw it on this morning. Yeah. So I was really chuffed for her. And I, but I think combined it's like 4.3 million likes or something like this. So, you know, just really simple stuff she's putting up as well. And I think it is just having the confidence to to go and and, and sort of just check it out and, and look at it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a big first step. From Supersonic Inc., this is the Mark McSee Supersonic Marketing Podcast. The Mark McSee Supersonic Food Marketing Podcast is also brought to you by BDO, the trusted accountancy and advisory firm. As the finance experts in hospitality, BDO have the experience and the insight to provide solid foundations for your business's future growth. BDO really are the go-to team to help your hospitality business succeed. If you're in need of a dedicated transactional team bolstered with corporate finance, audit and tax services, talk to BDO, who've got the right expertise, knowledge and experience to drive your restaurant or bars business throughout their full life cycle. As thought leaders across the sector, BDO offers commercial and technical updates specifically tailored to restaurants and bars, including their annual hospitality reports. 
BDO also have a well-established network in the industry that spans across finance directors, suppliers and advisors, and they are always willing to use this to their clients and their contacts' advantage. Get in touch today at bdo.co.uk to chat about how they can help take your hospitality business to the top. And please say that I sent you. What about, um, you know, the content that goes down the most? I mean, if I'm ever on it at the moment, because I'm a bit of a watcher rather than a doer at the moment. Okay. And uh, you know, I seem to have Ollie Murs and Stacey Solomon. It might be my age or something, Everybody. but it keeps suggesting yeah. all the prank videos. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's kind of like, the algorithm obviously shows you what you want to see. So if you hold down a screen, this is a top tip that I learned recently. If you hold down a video that you're not interested in, you can click not interested and the algorithm will pick videos that are more for you if you're not an Ollie Murs fan. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't mind them, to be honest, but it was just really funny. It seems to be the, I keep getting served up him and his girlfriend abusing each other, basically. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think the, the content that does really well is the stuff where you're getting involved in the community. So, for example, I work for Jungle Creations and we have four different accounts across uh, TikTok. And one of them is uh, obviously our flagship VT. And VT is yeah. kind of like the we create UGC style, but original content. Um, and my manager saw the chair challenge going around on Facebook. So we pitched it to TikTok. It became a hashtag. Um, and we created a video for the chair challenge, um, which was a trend on on the platform, which are called like hashtag challenges. And yeah. that video got 1 million views in like a week. And the hashtag itself got like 15 million impressions. Um, so it's just like getting involved with what's coming up and, and not kind of straying too far out of what TikTok is doing. Because it's all about people getting involved with one community thing. Um, everyone joining in and offering content under the same sort of category, I guess, um, and showing what they can do differently. So last week or a week before, there was obviously hashtag April Fools. Um, we, at Craft Factory, another jungle account, um, we posted a video which was 15 to 20 seconds long, and it was a pickle being covered in chocolate. And that was the top video for a, that hashtag, which has now got like 1.4 billion impressions. So it's just about utilizing your talent what you've got and putting it into a piece of content that's really going to positively affect that hashtag if you're using it or your followers if if that's the sort of thing that you do um but also the sweet spot of content at any point is always 17 seconds the music is always 15 seconds and the, the way and people will switch off on tiktok um after 20 seconds 30 seconds depending on the content um people go on there for a short time people go onto youtube and they're they're honed in and they're ready to, to give up 40 minutes of their day whereas tiktok is 15 seconds and then they'll move on so yeah, yeah really just focusing and, and kind of teaching yourself or learning and researching what works on the platform and then doing that but in your own way <laughs> yeah well i've seen quite a few lately sort of going really well um there've, there's been two guys i think doing like sort of rooftop gigs so one of them was he, he mimed to freddie mercury as if he was <laughs> like doing queen at wembley you know but he's on his like extension roof That's great. you know that's a normal house and then uh today was a guy doing liam gallagher roll with it <laughs> uh 
you know, and it, it was pretty decent, you know, it was it was really cool. But I think it's really funny, right? Years ago, um, I got this really good friend called Vivian Cox, and Viv had a social media agency called Clued, and he also started uh, Football Whispers and Sports Whispers and all that. And um, he uh, said years ago, and I'll never forget it, and I talk about it quite a lot, which was the new marketing department is going to be writers, videographers, comedians, actors, you know. Um, And it seems to be coming more and more true, like Mm -hmm. every few months, you know. It's it's quite, quite interesting because you're basically having to hire out and out creatives, not marketing professionals. Yeah, well, it's what people tap into now, isn't it? It's what is how yeah. people react to adverts that they didn't necessarily want to be shown, and it's how they how they um, communicate now. So that's why influencer marketing is obviously so powerful because those people actually get a stronger um, relationship with the audience that marketers are trying to reach. You go into the into the, the platform and you, you you press the app and, and you're getting ready to, to, to hit a new video. So just did you mind just talking us through the sort of the app and the page and, and what everything kind of does? Yeah, of course. Um so on the first page that you come to, that'll give you the for you page when you open the platform. The for you yeah. page is essentially your explore tab or your discover feed. Um that's where I was talking about the algorithm earlier. Um, it's where you will see content from people that you don't follow, but it's trending and the algorithm thinks that you might like it. Um, if yeah. you wipe to the other side, you'll get following. That's content from people that you are following. Um, and you can swipe through and I, I think it's all in chronological order. And then the next tab along is your discover page. So that's your hashtags that I was telling you about earlier. Uh, the hashtags are essentially what's trending, but not in the traditional sense. The hashtags that are trending are trending from what we originally know it as, not from what Twitter has it. So trending on Twitter means everyone's talking about it. Trending on TikTok is everyone should be talking about it. Um, and it kind of forces people to talk about it, but in a nice way. It's funny, I've just went on to food, right? And I've basically got an old guy carving a kebab (laughs) (laughs) and it's like there's nothing amazing about this I mean it's anything you'd see in a Friday night drunk in Glasgow right but (laughs) it's not even special but it guys just do his job (laughs) I get a lot of cats on my page a lot of cats (laughs) obsessed with them so yeah it'll really just show you what you want to see and obviously the hashtags are where you want to be getting involved in and the topics give you more of a specific um, look into content that you want to see. For example, like oddly satisfying. There's, I'm always on that. They show you like crushing videos, almost ASMR vibes. Not an ASMR, game, yep. but I love watching things be crushed. Um, and then you have the plus sign, which is how you make a video. Um, there's two ways that you can make a video on TikTok. One way is obviously doing it in app, so you can use all the features. TikTok absolutely love it when you use the features in app, like the the text on the screen or filters or slow-mo, sped up, all that sort of stuff. Or you can do it a bit more of a production, so a camera, tripod, take it off, edit it on Final Cut or whatever, and then re-upload, and that's what I do. (laughs) So I'm more of a, I'll edit and create off off the phone, um, because I obviously do art, so the higher production, the better. But in app, like I said, TikTok absolutely love when you use the effects, the uh, different filters, the speeds. Um, you can use the timer. So it is kind of similar to the Instagram 
story where you can do everything hands off you can change everything you can add loads of effects they've kind of taken that look of the story um and replicated it into in-app editing which is really nice and i think that's the bit that's scaring a lot of people is the fact that um you know there is high production there's i mean even just the stuff of the people being in the same place switching costumes you know that type of of content you're like oh god how do you do that you know because it doesn't you know days it takes days to do that sort of stuff it's insane i don't know how they do it yeah it's mental it is a a bit nuts and then i guess you've got the signature dance thing with the elbows and you know (laughs) i was even seen sean at the happy mondays doing it you know the other day with his family you know um (laughs) but uh I, I think it is just, you know, being being brave enough to go. And then inbox is just like your DMs. Yeah, inbox is your, uh, your notifications. So this is everything that comes through. And at the top, you should have a little arrow where you can filter uh, which ones you want to see. Um, and yep. then you have a little paper airplane, again, much like Instagram, where you can see your direct messages. But plot twist, I actually saw today that they're banning under 16s from being able to DM on t- TikTok, which is, uh, which is very, very good. Good safety precaution on their half. So that's good news. Yes, for sure. I mean, that's the thing. We've got a seven-year-old and, to you know, we've, you know, sort of looked into obviously getting her onto social media channels and, you know, for connection purposes and, you know, obviously a wee bit too young. But, um, yeah, I mean, it is scary even just her suffering about on an ipad like what you can click into yeah. and what can happen and it's just like yeah that's that's a great thing and then the, the me tab so what i've done is right i've i've not done i've got supersonic ink i think um as a as a name which i've bagged that <laughs> but I had, a, I had a wee um sort of flutter and i've i've got this i've just been craving 90s music at the moment right <laughs> and uh, i've started uh a thing called baggy Britpop beats and my plan is I'm going to go through all my records and CDs and whatever, uh, mini discs and cassettes and all that and then get it all uploaded and then uh, start doing like maybe playlists and you know learn to DJ a bit better and that sort of stuff and you know I was thinking of d- down that line so yeah I've, I've done that so I'm kind of in disguise and incognito and I can <laughs> fart about a bit and see what's going on and then just kind of you know sort of take it from there but yeah I need to kind of get into that a bit more. But what I saw as well was a little bit of theft, right? Which is, um, well, in, is it theft, right? Where people <laughs> bagged brand names before the brands have. Yeah, it's cheeky, isn't it? But very smart. Well, I, I'm very interesting. But, you know, I've got, there's a lady called Chloe Bull and she's got at Witherspoons, <laughs> uh, which is brilliant in, in two ways because you're, you're at Witherspoons and whatever. And then you've got, um, Somebody else has got Wagamama, I think. Yeah, somebody's... Or Wagamama haven't registered or something like this, you know? Yeah, same with Cadbury. Cadbury's taken as well. It's mental. It's so clever. Because yeah. Then down the line, when these brands come on, they'll be messaging these kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have my name. <laughs> One million dollars, please. Yeah. Um, well, but then I don't know if it's the same as URL, because I think if I owned Coca-Cola, I think I'd have to give that up in the court of law. Because they've got more precedence than I have. Oh God, you're asking. I, I just yeah, yeah. yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's something kind of interesting in that. And then, so what what kit would you advise if someone was wanting to kind of you know get into this properly or you know be be a brand you know uh, to to do it well? What what would you be advising? 
So I think there's two routes that you can go down. You can either go down the super authentic route or you can go down the high production standout content. Either absolute smash it, it's just a preference. But once you have one, I suggest stick to that because then your content is going to be really nice and consistent. Um, The authentic one, all you need is a phone and your face. And that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice and simple. Everyone's got that. Um, But the second one is what I do and also what we do at Jungle, which is a phone, box lights. uh, Sorry, not a phone. What am I talking about? A camera, box lights, backdrop, backdrop. then like an editing system, editing software, so Adobe Premiere or Final Cut, um, and then a lot more patience because <laughs> it yeah. takes a lot of time. It's much fiddlier, but the outcome is so smart, is so slick, and I think it really adds a bit of extra dimension to TikTok um, because if you're scrolling down your For You page and you see a nice high production, it just looks a lot more slick, and a lot of the makeup artists do that on TikTok, which is why their content seems to really stand out. Um but the authentic stuff, like I said, also kills it because that's what TikTok is about. That's how that's its its you know foundations of the platform is all on phone in app editing. So there is no right or wrong answer, and it's just your what you prefer to do as a brand. Hi, I'm Alex from Engage, and thanks for tuning in to the Supersonic Marketing Podcast. Each week, we'll be bringing you a great tip to supercharge your own digital marketing. And this week's comes from Kate, our senior marketing manager who shares her insight into how to utilize your top Facebook fans. Your top fans are a selection of users chosen by Facebook's algorithm who most frequently engage with your content. You may have come across them already as they display a badge next to their name in your post comments, but you can also target them specifically when you post content. When you create a post in Facebook, select the targeting dropdown list and change the audience from public to top fans. Now when you publish, only your top fans will see the post on their page. This is a great way to reward your most loyal social media followers with an exclusive discount or perk, which in turn empowers them to be even better brand ambassadors and feeling like they're really valued customers. You can also create a custom audience in Facebook to retarget top fans with adverts. As your most avid followers, they're more likely to be purchasers, and we like to use product ads to also push them to convert. To create your own audience, simply go to Audiences and Ad Manager and build a custom audience of top fans by selecting your page as the source. If you need help with your own digital marketing strategy, then head over to engageinteractive.co.uk forward slash podcast, where you can see how we've helped some of the UK's most ambitious and successful hospitality brands with theirs. Cheers and enjoy the rest of the episode. And then, you know, thinking about, um, you know, getting people to follow you and all the rest of it, did you do much work and do you do much work like going to your other channels to push people to your TikTok? And, And also, do you put your TikTok content on other platforms as well yeah how how are you working with that cross-pollination oh i'm all for it do it 100 um not only do tiktok absolutely love it when you post your tiktok content elsewhere because you're obviously pushing people onto the platform um so you get good brownie points from that um but also it just shows people what you're doing and i think that's really great um i used to spend four hours every morning doing what I used to call admin because I was 17 and wanted to sound cool. But I would <laughs> sit and like essentially grow, like work to grow my page. So I'd be, uh, you know, following people back or replying to comments. And this was back when I had what, like zero followers. So I really put in the work and put in the time to, to give people who were giving me the time, I'd give them the time back. And I think that is really important. Um, 
But cross pollinate, if you're a brand, obviously that's completely different. Um, this was just little old Vicky Bannum <laughs> sat in Surrey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as a brand, it's just keeping keeping people in mind and and putting everywhere your TikTok. So if you're on Facebook or if you're on Instagram, hundred percent post it. Um, because how else are people going to know that you're on there? Um, yeah. But I would never post it to my Instagram feed. It would always just be stories with a swipe up always stories because otherwise you're if people are following you on both places they're getting the same content twice which is kind of pointless so um it's just being a bit savvy with it and and like how am I giving my audience the best that they can get from me as a creator and And, yeah sorry what 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 sort of um clients are you working with at the moment and what sort of content is working for them so I recently did a big deal with Sony Pictures. Um, Sony are amazing to work with as a creator. They treat you like absolute princesses and it's fantastic. Wow. Um, so they had a film called Fantasy Island. It's very good. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. They took us out to Singapore um, and this was pre-Rona, by the way. Don't worry, I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But- they took you out to Singapore. Yeah, they took us out. To, I worked with them last year as well. They took us to Madrid. Um, and I being like, do you want to come to Singapore? We've got another film. It's going to be really fun. Um, like, let's just go in like four days in Singapore. I was like, sick. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. So, yeah. And then we went, watched the film. They gave us a bunch of activities that were related to the film. They filmed all of it. Um, and they gave us the usb sticks at the end so it was a really awesome experience as a creator that we didn't actually have to think about it whilst we were doing it which sounds mental like you're, you're out there to work like do some fucking work <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. they just gave us the free will like you just go and enjoy yourself and that's how you're going to get the best content we'll film everything give it to you at the end and then you do what you want so we created tiktoks out of that and it was wicked. Like we all got to collab with people from around the world. I got to see creators from Mexico again, who I hadn't seen since Madrid. Um, and yeah, like it was just the most insane experience. So like understanding that TikTok creators are successful because they have fun, therefore allow them to have fun and your content will come out 10 times better. Um, yeah. which is, I think, super important to remember. And it's also a, a tough ask, right? Like you're asking brands, yeah, yeah. these kids or these young adults like some free time to go and hang out and just like do some crazy stuff but that's how you get the best out of them um so yeah that was wicked sony a 10 out of 10 to work with i really enjoy it nice and what about hospitality have you been working with anyone in the the restaurant pub drink sort of scene i haven't not personally but i have seen a bunch of them come onto tiktok so um toby carvery are killing the game on tiktok they're so smart they've got they use hashtag toby carvery on every piece of content and obviously prior to that there's kids in the uk going to toby carvery and using hashtag toby carvery just for the sake of it yeah they've already got a presence as a hashtag but they're also getting involved in the community on tiktok so get involved with hashtags and stuff like that and they're absolutely blowing up i think they had like two hundred thousand views on like the first three videos or something insane, then it was insane. It was incredible. So even though there's not something on the platform, doesn't mean it shouldn't be there. It's still growing. It's yeah. still new. So just because hospitality, like hotels or pubs or whatever, just because they're not on it at the moment, doesn't mean they shouldn't. It just means they haven't got there yet. And that's fine. But 
take Toby Carver as an example. They're killing the game. They're so smart. Use them as, as case study material for sure. Do, do you know what they did early on, right? This is going way back. So see when um, Facebook started. And st- everyone eventually was like, oh, we, we should have a brand page, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and Toby Carvery, what they did was they went, stuff that, we're going to have a Yorkshire Pudding Appreciation Society page. Genius. And it, and it's, you know, Toby Carvery was in there somewhere, but it was such a Trojan horse, right? And instead of them having 10,000 followers or 5,000 or whatever, and also... No disrespect, but for some audience groups might seem a little bit, you know, d- down the, the food chain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when thinking about that, they were just, they let, let frogged everything because basically you've got, everyone's got an opinion about Yorkshire's in the main. You know, what makes a good one, how to do them, your mums and dads are the best, whatever, you know. And it just went, as you say, it just blew up. And like everyone, and it was just this neat play which was it was a community of people wanting to be right and sharing ideas and sharing something they loved. And, oh, and by the way, it's from Toby Carvery. It was just the most genius, genius play. And I'm talking, I don't know, 2007, 2008. You know, it was early, early doors. Um, And I I just started at Yosushi not long after and looking at it going, Oh, you geniuses! You know how have you done this? Um, I, mean, I don't know. Don't know what's happened to it now, right enough. But back then they were, and it, it sometimes it's just the least expected brands. This creativity comes from, you know. I think did you know? You know, like when you saw was it Pound, Poundland or whatever, and they did the really naughty elf um, Twitter <laughs> stuff. You know, and it was it was just completely like vile but um <laughs> everyone was just thinking it was a great laugh so oh, that's brilliant yeah. that's good to hear about them yeah and like it's the same with like innocent smoothies they did a huge twitter feed i remember a uh, thread even i remember going through it a few months ago and it made me die laughing and they're just talking about like not eating conkers and anything anybody would say they'd be like yeah but just make sure you don't eat conkers and everyone was talking about oh. it. it's mental oh, do, you know, do you know what it was what was it the, so the came out with this camp I'm going to get this wrong now but basically came out with this campaign about their alternative milks <laughs> and they actually said that one of them was conquerors I think was conquer milk what like, it, it just is a just as a bit of a laugh or you know it's made from conquerors or I'll need to dig it out we'll, we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> and then and then what happened was you know a few clever dicks got in touch and went <laughs> Uh, conquers are poisonous. <laughs> and they were like, oh. So then they had to like flip the whole thing uh, into, you know, don't eat conquers. And, you know, um, and then just not long after that, they did their amazing This Is Blue campaign mm-hmm. for the for, for this new smoothie that was blue, but yeah. actually looks green. <laughs> and everyone had this debate about is it blue or is it green or, you know. Um, so no, they, they've done they've done so well, and I was I was lucky back in the day. I, I got to spend an afternoon with the social team there, um, sort of quite a few years ago now, maybe seven or eight years ago now. But um, it was a joy, you know, and and the fact that they were like they because I'd said to them, you know, why are you so good at this? You know, what's going on? And they were just like, look, we've always been a social brand, you know, like wow. from the very first days we asked people 
should should we give up our jobs and start a smoothie business where there was the empty bottles you put it in either a yes bin or a no bin you know should we tell our mums that we're giving up our jobs in the city um and the the yes bin was full and the, the no bin was pretty empty so that was it you know so they've always been and then they used to have a banana phone that you could phone um and and like the ceo would answer it or whoever was nearest you know so it was cool you know it was just like it was but they're, again they're brilliant just now on twitter which is just office banter and they're setting office challenges daily at the moment for working from home and one of them was uh type an email 40 words long minimum with your feet <laughs> sounds like a tiktok <laughs> it's brilliant you know and i think another one was uh write in a hundred word email or whatever it was uh without using the letter s Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to go and try and do that. You'll get an email from. Me. Uh, oh no! Check, check it out, and then uh, and then just have stuff like just makes you smile like every day. <laughs> now they post daily reminder of what day it is. It's Wednesday, <laughs> you know, and then they just leave it. You know, it's just amazing. Well, so yeah, it's very very good. And then you know, just thinking about uh, you know the, the content that you love yourself you know what what are you really into at the moment and you know what, what accounts do you think are, are smashing it for you uh, well that's such a good question I'm I'm a bit of a broad gal I like um I like quite a few different genres but I guess the main one is like stuff that makes me laugh like I just can't get enough of those like stupid TikTok videos that are just dumb <laughs> where you're just like yeah. I don't know what's going on but I'm enjoying it um like cat stuff as well like I, I watched one video of somebody that put like a voice changing microphone up to the cat whilst it slept and then the snoring came out <laughs> like <laughs> stupid and I watched the whole video and I was like wow I'm really helping your watch time but like I can't help but not watch it stuff like that but also just like mental artwork I love stuff like that there's one guy his name escapes me at the moment um but he creates <clears throat> in fact he's everywhere he's on Facebook he's on my Instagram he's just like this viral sensation but he like swings his art like bucket over a canvas and it's huge and it just creates these mesmerizing pieces of abstract art and it's so satisfying um and some, then he'll he'll create something amazing and then he'll he'll just decide he doesn't like it and cover it again and we're all like stop it <laughs> stop it so, yeah, yeah. um stuff like that I just love it but yeah these comedy stuff especially actually the videos that get me going are the ones where you use the voice changer on the app and it becomes almost like a psychedelic um auto auto voice like a robotic voice and it's people telling just ridiculous right. stories um <laughs> just make me die i think they're the funniest things in the world people telling these stories about their day um like this girl trying to like having to go to work to tesco's pre-rona um and she was just freaking out about the fact she had to go work a shift and people were asking her where vegetables were in the aisle and she was like use your eyes and just stupid stories <laughs> just make the time go i love them i love them so much they make me laugh and thinking about employers, do you think it's a good idea to, you know, sort of let your staff get a hold of it? You know, like have internal influencers and internal TikToks between, you know, whether it's store competitiveness or getting messages across you. It could be quite interesting. Yeah, I think well, obviously it depends on what your business is doing. But if it's like a social capacity, 100%, like it's the most, most um, up to date thing. What's the word I'm trying to use? Help me out. <laughs> 
Oh, what's the word? My brother- it's sort of the most it's sort of the most downloaded. Yeah, app, almost. Yeah. Thing, it? You know, like it's just the thing that everyone's talking about. Everyone's on it. If you're not on it and you're on a social team, like you're not doing your job properly in my eyes. Because <laughs> you're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. like your job as a social person is to be on top of everything, be on top of the trends, know what people are talking about talking about before they've even spoken about it. And that at the moment is TikTok. Um, so I think 100 percent like if employers are restricting people using it don't <laughs> you're restricting yeah, yeah. so much so much potential of what you could create as a marketeer or as a marketer even just like on twitter you can take the tiktok tone on instagram you can take the tiktok tone it's so versatile you can use it everywhere people just love it at the moment so 100 percent, get on it get pops that fear it's scary but everyone does it you start at zero once and you work your way up it's just how it is and is there any hacks or anything like that to get more followers and more engagement? <laughs> Asking for secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Um, you can hack the same way you do on Instagram, which is like follow and unfollow, which is obviously quite a negative uh, viewed thing, but it works, so you can't deny it. Um, and then, obviously, getting involved with the hashtags as much as possible. They say don't spam the hashtags. I do it anyway. And then when the content gets taken down, I'm like, well, sorry, didn't realize. <laughs> and I just can carry on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so using the hashtags, like the ones that are most trending, obviously that's how people are going to see your most up-to-date content. Um, and replying to every comment or liking every comment because these people love being noticed. So you'll see on TikTok, a lot of the following, a lot of um, the comments will be first or second. It'll always be first, 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 first. If you reply to that, then you get that person commenting once, twice, another three times, being like, oh my God, can't believe you replied to me. Can you view my videos? Blah, blah, blah. And that increases your engagement, which obviously in turn increases the computer noticing it and being like, holy shit, that's a really popular video. We should put that onto more people's pages. So that's a really good way to get people to continue commenting is to react to their um, comments. Um, and that really increases your chance of getting pushed on for you. Um, and also asking a question in the caption is an absolute bomb of a way to get some engagement. Um, so uh, did you notice when blah, 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 or what what would you do in this situation or, or just really broad questions that relate to your video that people can answer in the comments people just love getting involved that's the main thing there's not it's not an anonymous account it's not an anonymous platform whereas instagram people consume and then carry on on tiktok people consume and get involved and that's really nice and what about how often to post number of hashtags all that sort of thing so Number of hashtags, your character limit in captions is restricted. I think it's like 180 or 240. It's the same as Twitter. Um, so it's super short. So what I tend to do is do a shorter actual sentence as the caption and put as many hashtags in as possible. <laughs> um, so I always use the top three that I would use are hashtag for you, hashtag FYP, and hashtag viral. They're just absolutely huge hashtags that people use and if you see something on for you page i don't know chances are i'll see it and it'll have fyp for you page or viral on it it just really helps algorithm 
Um, how many times to post? It's a good question. Um, I've gone through phases myself of posting three, four times a day. Obviously, with that comes a higher production. So I was making nine, ten videos a day um, just to keep up. Um, and I really needed a sleep after that. <laughs> it's very tiring. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once a day also works a treat. It's always, always quality over quantity. If you're just bashing out some rubbish content just for the sake of it, you're not going to get anywhere. Um, so if it takes longer to get one really solid video every day, do that 100%. But if you're lucky enough to have a back catalogue of just epic content, then for sure, two, three times a day. Um, the team say that it doesn't affect um, algorithm or views if you post more than once. So until that changes, absolutely abuse it and just experiment yeah. with it. So if you decide to post twice a day, do one in the morning, one in the afternoon, notice where your audience is. If you've got a massive UK audience, posting at 12 o'clock won't be so great because people will be at school. So posting at three, four o'clock and then six, seven o'clock in between homework and getting home, that's really smart way to look at it. But obviously, if you've got like a large American audience posting at four in the morning or 12 at night, you're, you're getting that audience at their peak time. So that's super important to note as well. From Supersonic Inc., this is the Mark McSee Supersonic Marketing Podcast. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Forth. Forth is the leading hospitality workforce, inventory and analytics provider. Forth effectively manages your employee's journey using its integrated workforce management system. Forth also improves your organisational efficiency by streamlining and managing all of your purchasing and inventory. And Forth Analytics gives you instant insight to make better business decisions all from your phone, tablet or your computer. Transform your hospitality business today. Go to forth.com now. And are there any advertising opportunities at the moment? Oh, there's tons of advert opportunities. Yeah, there's at the moment, actually, Deliveroo are advertising. Um, uh-huh. Different ways you can do it. So obviously you can do classic in- influencer uh, advertising, which is like just doing your own thing. But in the app, you can do, it's called a brand takeover. So you can, as soon, if you close your app down, like from swiping up from the homepage so it's completely closed, and then reopen it, you can have sometimes a homepage before you get to the homepage, which is an ad. And that ad can take you to um, the hashtag or that channel's page. Um, and they'll be advertising a certain thing. So, for example, Deliveroo is obviously very clear what they're advertising, but they're also advertising like to donate um, to the NHS, I think. So it's a super good way to get people's attention straight away. Um, the other huge thing you can do is a hashtag campaign. Um, these are obviously organized by TikTok headquarters. So if you want one of those, you got to ask the big boys in TikTok HQ. Um, and that is basically a 100% certified way of getting your message out there. It's so powerful. I cannot even express how insane it is. Like I said, like that hashtag April Fool's challenge or uh, campaign or whatever. Um, that got 1.4 billion impressions as a hashtag, which means 1.4 billion different accounts went onto that hashtag and looked at the different videos. Um, and if you've got that as a as an advertiser, your video will be the first one up. Um, there'll be a description describing what you want your audience to do or what you're talking about. Um, there was a recent one with uh, Tangle Teasers. 
um, the hairbrush. Yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah, yeah, we got those. Yeah, yeah. So L'Oreal, L'Oreal was, um, as in, there's a creator, L'Oreal. She was the face of that campaign. Um, and then everyone got involved. Ridiculous views, ridiculous impressions. Everyone's getting involved with a with a hairbrush, like it's mad. So that's a really smart way to do it. Um, and obviously using music, you can have like a banner at the top of that hashtag page. Um, you can have a in, in, it's called a in-app, I think something like that, in-feed, sorry, in-feed ad, which is when people are scrolling down their For You page, um, your video pops up and it looks exactly like a normal video, but it's actually an ad. So it's very sneaky, subtle way to integrate ads into people's feeds and it works. Nice. Yeah. And then, is there any sort of hero brands on there for you? You know, is it is it the Nikes or the Adidas or or anyone else over and above? You know, Toby and that. You know, have you seen people you think that are just doing a, a great job on it. I got a bit of a plot twist for you on this one. I'm not sure you're uh-huh. who I'm going to say, <laughs> but if you want to see a brand that is exploding and absolutely killing it, Guinness World Records. <laughs> really they are so good i can't even cope with how good they are on this platform they have just taken it and been like yep we're gonna do tiktok we're not gonna be guinness world records brand on another platform we are going to be guinness world records on tiktok and they smash it their content explodes they use um the hashtags and they get involved for example the one that i always refer to is hashtag model life year ago or so and they posted a video right. and it was this uh is the model with the longest legs in the world and it was a 15 second clip of this girl with like giraffe legs walking around it was just insane like the way they did it and and captivated their audience was amazing really really clever um another one is also man city very uh-huh. so 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 smart they've got it so instead of having photos or videos of like clips of the sport, which is what WWE do, which is good and it works. But these these guys are taking their players and putting them as the face of the um, account rather than the sport. So you've got, I'm not even going to try and name them. I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Football, but I just follow this TikTok account. Um, so they have Christmas, all over Christmas, they had loads of different um, Christmas ideas. It was like meet my fam, for example, was one of the hashtags. Um and you could go through and obviously everyone's supposed to have loads of people over at Christmas and you can go through and introduce people and make a skit or whatever. Um, Man City went through all the different teams, got them to all dress up in different like Christmas outfits and created this whole thing to the Friends theme tune, I think it was. And it was just so right. genius. It was so clever, like getting these people who are known for being sports professionals to get involved with an app that's all about fun, not taking yourself seriously was so smart and it's really got a different dimension now to their audience which is genius you've got to look at this girl like manchester united official it says whether it is or not it's not blue ticked mm-hmm. it's got 21.7 uh, 21, followers so man city nearly a million followers and it's got half the videos yeah and it's blue ticked i can't find another manchester united they might not be- anywhere I feel like Manchester United official might not be official. Official. Because they've got it's a, it's a zero. zero as the O. So that's that yeah. me that it's, it might not be legit. But they've still got good views. Like for a 21K followed account, they're still getting solid views. 20K per video on average is really strong. Um, so that's great. But Man City, yeah, it's just so smart. 
are Man United not on here? How can that be? <laughs> I have no idea. It doesn't look like it, does it? Yeah, I can't see it. I mean, oh man, I'll I'll go mad in a minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's 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 bad. And then, um, I guess you know I'll need to let you go and have your dinner and and all that stuff as well. So I guess the the last couple of things were really. Well, I've got some quick fire questions for you actually uh, in a sec, but the la- the last thing would be you know just. If you were a brand and you were sitting there, let's say you're Yosushi right now and they're not on there or whatever it is, what's step one in a couple of days' time to to, to get this up and running? Uh, Step one, obviously download it. (laughs) It's a good place to start. I think 100% taking the time to understand TikTok and not be afraid of it. People literally download it and be like, I don't know what this is. I can't bother to figure it out. I'm just going to go sit back on Instagram. And that's like the worst mindset you can have when looking at a new platform to try and tackle it's not that scary it's so much fun people are literally loving it and it's obviously the place at the moment especially it's like the COVID-19 consumption platform people are just all talking about it so I would say take a look at for you page look at what's trending look what people are doing for the hashtag campaigns get a general vibe suss out your competition as well Google holds all the answers Google what other say if it is Yo Sushi look at what other food brands are on there. Bubba Ice, for example, is like an ice cream brand. Um, and they just bash out content all about ice cream. So surely that would be a great case study to figure out what to do. Um, and also figure out what's going to add value to your audience. So TikTok love, people on TikTok even love satisfying videos. Is there a satisfying video of sushi? People love learning stuff. Can you do a how to make the easier sushi and do a little food tutorial, do some live streams, all that sort of stuff. Just taking the time to really understand the platform that you're working on, but not try and be a TikTok person. That's really important. Um, a lot of yeah. people, and I've seen a lot of brands as well, come onto the platform and go, okay, this is TikTok. It's full of kids. We're just going to do some lip syncing. That's so wrong. Like you're not going to get anywhere. You have to be your brand and create a new voice, create a new, you're talking to a new demographic. So how do you talk to them? Um, and if it helps, get in like the CEO's kid and be like, "What do you want to see?" <laughs> ask yeah. people, like, ask people what they want to see. You're only gonna, you're not gonna know until you try it. So, just get in there, get balls deep in the TikTok world. It's so much fun. You won't regret it. I think that might be our headline quote program. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that that's amazing. And then just before you go, there's a couple of silly questions we ask at the end, um, which is called "Mark Out of 10 and we just talk about food and drink for a wee sec. So, um, first one is best city to eat in Hong Kong. Uh huh. <laughs> we went to Hong Kong last. New Year's um, and for my boyfriend's birthday I got him a city tour with um, a local gal um, and she took us around all the food the best food places to go and there were these little soup dumplings and they were I mean honestly I've never had anything like it they were unbelievable it's just the best food Chinese food is just the best dumplings oh get in my belly I love it <laughs> yeah. oh, it's, it's great well, yeah well, big fans of Yoacha and, and, and all that as well so yeah definitely oh, that's a good one so good and then best restaurant ever ever Sarastro in I think it's by Drury Lane in London oh so good so see it again Sarastro Sarastro S-A-R-A-S-T-R-O 
it's basically in amongst all of the um, theatres in London, and it was cre- it was built by a theatre set designer. And you walk in, and it looks like the inside of a theatre. So you can sit up in a theatre style box. You can sit uh, down in like the stalls looking place, and it's insane Turkish food. Um, and every Friday and every Saturday they have performers come in. So when we've been, we've had a uh, motel group, um, an orchestra. It was just the most insane. Like the whole thing is an experience. Like you walk in, you've got like a beautiful decor around you. Um, you're sat in a in a box, in a little theatre style box, eating insane Turkish food and getting sung to by a group of people. It's lovely. <laughs> it's all good. Um, and what about uh, best dish? What's, what do you crave? What's your thing that you love the most oh my i'm such a foodie mark these are so on my street <laughs> about food i love it um i'm a curry gal it's got to be said yeah. oh get me a curry chicken chicken tikka masala oh so basic with a garlic knife <laughs> with extra grease uh big pilaf rice and then like a billion poppadoms with loads of mango chutney and yogurt sauce oh oh my god i love it I love yeah it. i, I a lot of the time, I would just go for the poppadoms and a kingfisher, and that would be me, you know. Just uh, yeah, <laughs> poppadom number one for sure. Yeah. And then best drink. What's your What's your favourite go to drink? Oh my goodness! Oh, I haven't been out for ages, Mark. I can't remember. <laughs> um, probably a pink gin and lemonade. I love. Uh-huh. I'm just so basic. God, you're really outlining how basic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's been more than amazing and brilliant, and it's it's really sort of spurred me on to get myself in gear for um, looking at TikTok a bit more, and, and I hope it has done for for people also. So, with that, I'll let you go and get back to your life. And <laughs> um, just thanks so much for doing this. It's it's been a real pleasure, and I've just really enjoyed the chat. So, thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. It's been wicked. I could talk about this stuff all day. So, anytime. Thank you. So there we go. What an amazing one-on-one on TikTok. If you're not convinced now, I'm not sure you ever will be to get yourself on there, get your family and friends on there, and most importantly, get your brand on there. A huge thanks to Vicky for all of her help, for coming on the show and just telling us absolutely honestly all of the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can get up to in TikTok to make your page and your content fly and make it a real success. A huge thanks to you for listening. As always, please do share, subscribe, rate, and review the Supersonic Marketing Podcast. I'd be really happy if you would do that. Just tell one person more so that we can spread the word of how much this can help people in their daily jobs and their careers. A massive thanks to Engage, as always, as our headline sponsor. If you need anything digital, please get in touch with them at engageinteractive.co.uk. Huge thanks also to our premium partner, BDO. Again, please get in touch with them with any financial queries at this time, and it's bdo.co.uk. Massive thanks to Gaz and Gabby, as usual, for putting all of this together every single week. Massive thanks to them. They've just been incredible all the time, all the way through since episode one. So this is me, Mark McSee, signing off. Bless you. Thanks for listening. I really hope that this encourages you to take the leap and get into TikTok. And I hope that this episode, more than ever, has given you inspiration, insight, and some real encouragement to help make your brand boom. Thank you.